So the song says that mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe, because yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all it says, and bodies are still being raised. still being slain God we believe yes we can see that wonders are still what you do Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to thank you guys for joining me on another episode of Emotional Healing Right. Like I always state, we cannot go through life without someone upsetting us, without the guilt of something that we may have said or done. But everything can change, right? Once we gain the wisdom, add the wisdom and the knowledge and the tools to our life little at a time we do know healing is not a race right it is a journey it is not an overnight process so whatever step you are on your healing journey you need to give yourself a round of applause if that's acknowledging you're wrong or acknowledging you haven't set boundaries or acknowledging you have allowed certain things to happen that was wrong and never spoke up about it never set boundaries never um were looked at like you were valuable this is all things that comes up why we are emotional healing right because we start to see situations certain people certain things that happen in our life and what we could have done better not to dwell on it right but to become better for future um, relationships future opportunities or to restore broken relationships right so on today's show, I will be speaking on becoming emotionally healthy. We all have to grow in our emotions and our knowledge, right? And learn how to work through certain insecurities, certain emotions that we feel instead of lashing out, coming to a peaceful resolution, right? Where we can compromise, where we can add to our life and others' life in a peaceful way. That's because narcissistic and toxic personalities have broken out across the country, right? And we need our land healed because we are seeing so much violence, so much drama, so much anger, right? So much bitterness. And that's because people have been hurt and they have not worked on healing or even know that they have to heal. This is why I do this emotional healing podcast, right? Because we all have something to work on. We all can do something better. It's not to judge or put down people, right? But to bring out the ugly truth, because once the truth is out, now we can work on bettering ourselves, right? And bettering those who are around us. So, so like I said, today's show will be on becoming emotionally healthy. I will be giving tips on how we can better our emotions, right? How we can handle our emotions better when dealing with things that we don't like or we don't understand or difficult people. We all have to go through something in life, right? That just takes us by surprise and the way we handle it will make us or break us, right? And see if we deserve to be in a different opportunity or have more blessings coming to us. So we want to become emotional 
emotionally healthy in relationships, in careers, right, in business, or whatever God has called us to do. I also will be speaking or giving tips on how you know you're not emotionally healthy and you need to work on to come to an emotional healthy place. Also, you guys know that I am a woman of God and I always give an example of someone in the Bible, right, who have went through something that we have went through today in today's world and today's earth, right? Because sometimes we always think that we are the only one. But if God used saints of old, right, old prophets, old people, um, regular people in the Bible, he is still doing the same thing today. So we are not alone. And it's okay if you have failed or things just wasn't right, you didn't learn right, or you did some hurtful stuff. It's about repenting and coming to the knowledge that change is needed. So my Bible person I will be speaking on today is King Solomon. We do know he was the wisest man on earth. And I will speak and give examples on how he became emotionally healthy by including not only himself and other people, because he understood how people are, right? We fluctuate. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes we react wrong. Sometimes we do the wrong things. But we all need God's blessings and favor and forgiveness in our life. That's if we want to live with him in eternal life, right? And receive all the blessings that he has for us in this earth, in this earth, in this world. So God bless and stay tuned. This show should be good. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walissa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walissa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to thank you guys again for joining me on another episode of Emotional Healing, right? Because we all have to heal from something, something we may have done or something others have done to us. So our emotions and handling our emotions is a big part of healing, right? So we can know how to deal with things accurately and from a wise point of view and from an open-minded point of view and not always playing victim, right? not always thinking of ourselves. Now, some of us are victims to abuse and certain things people have said or done or how they have treated us. And I'm not minimizing anyone's pain, right? Because we all have pain. But if you take a second to step back before you react on your emotions, before you respond to anything that was said or done to you, 
to you that was very hurtful, right? You can see people from where they come from, from their point of view, right? It may not be accurate or it may be accurate, right? So you take what people have said or done for you that you know that you need to work on, take it with a grain of salt, pray about it and, and, and add the tools and the knowledge to your life, right? There's nothing wrong with constructive criticism. But if you know if it's not accurate, right, why do you want to react or respond to something that you know that it's just not true about you? And so if we can learn how to deal with our emotions and move forward in a healthy and positive way, right? We are well on our way to bettering our life and having better experiences and knowing who we need to connect with and knowing who we need to cut off. So with that being said, I want to speak on what is emotional health, right? Emotional health is a person's ability to accept and manage feelings through challenge and change. We all know life never stays the same. As bad as sometimes we want our good times to stay, sometimes the bad times have to come, right? God give us both blessings and curses or good times and bad times. I don't want to say blessings and curses because sometimes the bad times can be a blessing, but we look at it as a curse, right? And the bad times come to grow us, even though we don't like when bad things happen, right? Or or change when it seems like it's incapable for incapable for us to do, but we have to learn how to adjust. And with working with our emotions, when things come and hit us by surprise or things we never expected, right? Not saying that it may turn out better, right? But we can have a peace about ourselves. Like I told you guys, Jesus said that in this world, we will have trouble, but his peace, he leaves with us. Now that takes some time to work on. That's why I'm speaking on working on your emotional health to become an emotional healthy person, right? Because if you wasn't trained on how to deal with emotions and how to look at things from all points of view or how to ignore certain things or overlook or offense that is not true about you or how to take constructive criticism without taking it as a letdown or a put down when someone can just really be trying to tell you you are hurting their feelings or the things you did was just not right, right? If you can have an open mind, we can bring peace to relationships. We can move on. with better wisdom in our life. And like I said, we can either restore opportunities or relationships. So with that being said, I want to speak on why is it very important for us to work on our emotional health, right? One reason is emotional health when you work on your emotions for a positive outcome, not looking at everything and nothing can never always be positive, right? But not letting the bad emotions get to you where you react and regret something you may have said and done. And like I said, that take practice. So don't feel bad about yourself. Just know you have to work on it. But it's important for us to work on our emotional health because our emotions puts us in a stressful situation, right? And it it makes us more vulnerable to physical illnesses. That's why a lot of people go from anxiety to postpartum stress disorder to sometimes, uh, you know, anemia. It can be a whole range of different sicknesses that come with our physical bodies. If you all know that our emotions are tied to our physical body and as we work on our emotions, right, our physical health get better, right? And we start to see things from a better light. Another thing is 
it helps our self-esteem, right? It grows our self-esteem up so we can be more positive about ourselves and the things that we are doing, right? And knowing that we will make right and healthy choices, knowing that we just won't lash out because lashing out off the first thing you see or hear that you don't like or you're surprised with, Right. Like I said, you can say or do something that can cost you a blessing or cost you a person when you didn't sit back and think about it. Because sometimes we may have to isolate when we hear some news that we just wasn't, you know, expecting to happen or things to come. So if you isolate for a second and think about the best ideal or why certain things happen or why are people saying this? And like I said, if you know it's not true, then you can let it go knowing that you are making the right decision for yourself from a positive standpoint. But if you know that it's something that has really probably offended somebody, if you can apologize, or even if you don't apologize, if you know they just won't accept your apology, you can move forward knowing that you would never want to say or do that to someone else in your future relationships, right? Because you can lose out on good people and blessings by not dealing with your emotions. So when we look at emotions, right, you have to start noticing what upsets your emotions. Sometimes we get triggered by past people, past events, past things that happen to us, and we bring that into new relationships, new careers. And I'm not saying that you may be true, right? Maybe you do have the gut feeling, right? Maybe the Holy Ghost did let you know that this is like a similar spirit that you have encountered in the past. But just reacting, you want to take a step back and understand what is this person relying on what this person is saying? Why am I so upset? If you are upset for good reason, then you still want to handle the situation with grace, right? And peace. So even if you have to speak the truth, you're speaking the truth because you're trying to get other people to understand you and you're trying to make the situation right for all people, right? Not because you want to be self-righteous, not because you want to point somebody flaws out, right? Not because you want to put somebody down, not because you want to think that you are better than anyone, right? Because that doesn't win anyone's approval or favor, right? Eventually, everybody will start looking at you as this person who is uncompromising, who think that you got to have everything your way. And it's not all our way, right? It has to be for the right reasons. Another thing you want to catch yourself from judging, like I said, because you can be wrong, or you could be right, right? But like I said, if you work through your emotions and knowing if this just an insecurity that I'm dealing with or no, this is the right and accurate decision I have came up with. Now, with that being said, we want to speak on insecurities, right? Because insecurities is based on recent and failure uh, failed events or rejection from past events that has happened, right? And it caused you a lack of confidence or insecurities can come from you having too much of a high standard of perfectionism, right? No one is perfect. So if you are expecting a certain outcome in relationships and projects and careers and it doesn't happen and you gave your all and you put your all in it, then you can become insecure and start thinking, what happened? Did I fail? You know, was I put 
putting too much hope and faith in it. Sometimes things have to go horribly wrong to turn out right. And like I said, it's a training of your mind to realize I have to deal with my emotions if this an insecurity that I'm dealing with. And we all know insecurities can be generational curses, right? It was You were brought up in that family thinking like that, right? Thinking that everyone may be jealous of you or thinking that you're no good, right? That you can never do nothing or or comparing your life to others, right? We all know that everybody has a light, that God values all of us the same. He gives all of us different talents, different gifts, but some people light is bigger than others and that's okay, right? We all have a light, but comparing yourself is a thief of joy. It starts your insecurities, right? You may have anxiety, you may have anger, you may have jealousy. And we know if you let anger and jealousy play out on your emotions, then it gets to the drama, then it gets to the violence, then it gets to, you know, something you wish would never had to happen if you would have worked through your emotions and took a step back or released a person that is bringing you agony or you don't feel comfortable around. There's nothing wrong with changing your environment, dislocating yourself from different people, right? If they're not bringing you joy, if they're not compromising, if they're not understanding that we all fall, that we all deal with insecurities from time to time, but it's a way to handle it. And if we can handle it in a peaceful, compromising environment between each other or a conversation, or even if we have to break up from the relationship, right? Not wishing harm or letting insecurities get to us. So becoming emotional healthy is working through your insecurities and knowing that you are making the right decision and that you're not trying to cross problems, right? You're trying to uh, be the peacemaker. You're trying to be the answer to the problem, right? And if no one is getting being able to walk away in peace, knowing that you thought about it, you did the best that you could to come up with a resolution for this problem or this thing that has caught you off guard or this situation that has come up in the family or friend circle or the career. And if no one is is trying to be compromising or loving or understanding. Just know that you put that in your heart, right? To come doing the right thing with, with eyes open and compassion. And that's the rest of it is giving it over to God and just walking away. So it's very important to work through our emotions and our insecurities when we are caught by surprise with hurtful events, things we wasn't expecting or things we thought what happened that never happened. We do know things that don't happen can also cause trauma, right? That we expect it to happen. And that's how a lot of people lose faith. That's how a lot of people start going down the wrong road because of what was said and done to them. But you have to be an emotionally strong person to know that you can overcome any difficulty. And like I said, this is why I do this emotional healing podcast because it takes steps, right? A righteous man may fall seven times, but he gets back up again. When you realize you're going down the wrong track, when you realize the decision or thing you may have said or done, it's not working right. It's not bringing peace. It's not bringing love. It's not bringing joy. It's not bringing people together. Then you want to sit back and work on what can you do to be different, right? And I'm not saying not letting people overstep your boundaries. You still want to have your boundaries and you don't want people to think they can get over on you, right? Or that you're just going to be so easily forgiven that they can keep 
trying and keep doing different things. We do know there are people out there like that because they know that you have an open mind, an open heart, a loving heart, that they think that they can continue to do certain things and going to continue to get away with it and you will continue to be there. That's when you give people your walking paths, right? You just don't want to stay in unhealthy relationships if if you're the only one working on being loving, understanding, and working through your emotions, but other people are ready to blast off on you at any given time, attack you, misunderstand you, then those people are not for you. And it's okay if you get angry, right? We all get angry. Like I said, we all deal with different emotions. Our God is a jealous God, right? But he's a jealous God for the right reason, for people doing the wrong thing or giving his glory, the things that he had blessed them with and talents and gifts and finances or relationships, right? And he giving, and we giving glory to other people. We do know God get jealous and then his wrath may come upon us, right? So it's nothing wrong with dealing with insecurities or having these different emotions. What's wrong is when you act out on them in a wrong way and not a positive way or a peaceful way or a compromising way. We're trying to break curses. We're trying to break the violence. We're trying to break people not caring, right? It's just a, a outpour of people not caring, only caring about self. And it's nothing wrong with self-love, right? We all have to have self-love because that boosts up our confidence. That make us know that we can do certain things, that we are worthy of certain things, and that we can go out of it. But it's not just about self. It's about caring about others too. And once we come to that knowledge that I just can't look at myself or things that went wrong or what happened in this situation, just from my point of view, right? I have to look at the other person's point of view as well, whether they were the victim or whether they were the abuser, right? To see where this come from. And now I can understand why certain things or certain things they said or done to me or certain things happened the way it happened. Now I can move on with wisdom. So after this commercial break, I will be speaking on Solomon, the man of God who was the wisest man on earth who understood people fluctuate, right? That we be good one minute, bad the next minute, but we all need God, right? And once we come to a place of repentance, our blessings, our good relationships, our good opportunities, everything comes back once we start operating from a place of love and understanding and compassion for others. So stay tuned. We can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. I am your fabulous host again, Wallace Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. So I hope you guys are enjoying this show thus far on becoming emotionally healthy. Now, what does it mean to be emotionally healthy? You want to remain optimistic during setbacks. You want to focus on what is right rather than what is wrong. And like I said, I know that's a training 
of the brain, right? Because I used to focus so much on what has happened, what was wrong until I had to seek out God, right? And that's why I always tell you guys, you have to add God in your emotional healing, right? Because he'll let you know what you have been blessed with, what you still have left, right? The things that he's still going to bless you with if you continue to heal and work on your thoughts, right? And and, and the way you go about life. So you want to focus on what has happened or what in your life that is right then what is wrong another thing is you want to seek things to be grateful for not every day is going to be a positive day like I told you we that's just impossible to be positive 24 7 every day but you want to focus on the things that you can be grateful for right whether that's having a job having a roof over your head your kids right having a spouse if you have one right having a good friend in your life and even the most important thing is having God on your side, right? We all know if God is for us, who can be against us? And we all go through so many different things in life, some more than others, right? But God is training us up. He's testing our faith. And if we can start practicing being grateful during the hard times, right? Doing the bitter times, doing the things that we don't like, right? Then it will increase our mood, right? We won't be sitting around sad and depressed and complaining complaining because that even takes a toll on our health, not only our emotions, but our health. And so we also want to develop goals and plans that we can keep to, right? Whether that's a business idea, whether that's exercising, whether that's eating a healthy meal, whether that's meeting with a group of positive people, right? Whether that's just talking to somebody, right? Not only about your problems, but what is going good in your life and also checking in with them to see what is going good in their life and what could you do to help. I know I always have conversations with different people. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with talking about things that have went wrong in your life, things that you didn't understand or things that people are seeing or doing. I get that. Sometimes it just bothers us, right? But once you start growing emotionally and learning how to keep your emotions in check and looking at things from a spiritual point of view, a wiser point of view, because you have been through all the drama, the attacks, the things that haven't went well already. And some of us have more experience than others in that, right? You can start looking at things from a different point of view. So like I said, when I speak to other people and they tell me just different things, there's nothing wrong with having those conversations and listening to people talk about what they didn't like, what they don't understand, what people are saying, but you want to be able to give them a way to move forward in a positive and healthy way. And that's what I try to do. I listen to your setbacks. I listen to things that people may say that you didn't like that really bothers you, but I try to give you points and tips and tools on how to move forward in a better way. And so many people tell me, this is why I like speaking to you because you make me want to grow, right, spiritually because other people I talk to, it's all about the gossip and the drama and it just keep going. But you listen, you hear, you may comment on certain things, but you always turn it around to a healthy aspect to move forward in a positive way or to see things from a bigger picture. And this is what I'm trying to teach you guys to do because that will bring 
peace to your soul, right? You don't have to sit there and keep dwelling and wondering on why people behave this way, why people say certain things like that, why did this happen to me? We all have to come to a point where we have to acknowledge the wrong that has happened or the wrong that we have did or things that people are saying that is displeasing to us, right? But we don't want to stay stuck on that. We want to learn how to move forward. And like I said, it takes time to train your mind that way. It even still takes me time. So I don't want y'all to think like I'm perfect because no one is perfect. Like I said, in the beginning of this show, right? Even I go back to wrong thinking at times, but I know how to pick myself up. And that's only because I seek God out, right? Or I seek out other people who have been through this journey that we've been through and now working on their emotional healing and trying to do better for themselves and their family and their communities and things of that nature. And that's why I tell you guys to look at somebody or get you a mentor, a life coach. I'm one or you know, go to a church or listen to a sermon or a motivational message, something that will boost up your spirits, right? Because when your spirits is boosted up, right, your emotions start feeling good. And sometimes we can't react off of emotions, right? Because our emotions change and our emotions can lie to us. We want to focus on the truth. We want to focus on the good. And like I said, that's a training of your mind. It's not going to easily come. So if you still struggle with that, just know I have to get back up again. Let me think on something positive. Let me listen to something positive. We all have our negative days. We just don't want to stay in a negative rut and constantly dwelling on the negative and the drama that's going on. How can we bring peaceful resolutions to it, right? How can we bring a positive outcome? How can we speak our truth without trying to step on people's trolls or belittle them, but get out the ugly truth to let people know change is needed if you want me to stay in your life or if, if, if we want to work on this relationship relationship or if I want to keep this career right, we have to work on our emotional health. Now, with that being said, I told you guys um, before the commercial break, I was speaking on Solomon. We do know that he was the wisest man on earth. And that's only because he had a mentor. Like I was telling you, get you a mentor. His mentor was his, was his father, David. Now, most of us don't come up into a family, right? Where we have a person that, that we can look up to and that's fine. But God put strangers across your path, right? He put different people in leadership positions that you can look up to and see the way that they are living life and how they are handling difficulties, right? And how they are in prayer and how they are believing for the best. So you can start training your mind that way. So King Solomon has so many awesome stories in the Bible. We all know that the Song of Solomon was about Solomon and his wife, right? But when King Solomon first became king after his father, David, right? He said this awesome prayer where he wasn't only praying for himself, right? He was petitioning not only on God's chosen people, People, but the Gentiles and the Gentiles are those who was not born of, you know, Israelite descent, right? That's just people all over the world because we do know Jesus died for everyone, not just a certain race, a certain group, not just a certain religion, right? He died for everyone. Anyone who come into the faith of knowing that Jesus died for our sins because he loved us so much that we, if we believe and have faith in him, right, that we will see eternal life with him. So in 1 Kings 8, 
22 through 53. King Solomon prayer of dedication was so awesome. Sometimes it just humbles me just reading it, right? Because I get to thinking of uh, all the things I need to work on, right? And prayer and how you have to consider other people, no matter whether they're your friends, your family, associates, people you bypass, right? It's really a humbling, loving prayer and just to show his heart for God and that how he really used the wisdom that God gave him. So I'm not going to read the entire prayer, but Solomon's prayer of dedication is in 1 Kings 8.22. And he was saying, and now I pray, O God of Israel, let your word come true, which you have spoken to your servant, David, my father. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, heaven and heaven cannot contain you. So he know how big God was, right? He said that even though God sends the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us into all truth and knowledge, God cannot be put in a box. And so many people put God in a box thinking God can only do with certain things, right? Well, he will only work in certain people's life. And that's not true. God is for anybody who will listen, anybody who will hear, anybody who will believe him, right? That he can change their life if they work on their ways and they pray for wisdom, just like Solomon does, right? He will give them the wisdom to complete their journey in life and to be an influencer for the good and not the bad. So with Solomon saying that it goes down to, I don't know how many more verses, but when he was saying, when your people go out to battle against their enemy, wherever you send them, and when they pray to you, O Lord, toward the city which you have chosen and the temple which I have built for your name, then hear in the heaven their prayer and their supplication and maintain their call. So he was asking God, when our, when the people that you send to different places, cities, states, or away from family, if they have sinned against you, Father God, if they start going down the wrong path, doing the wrong thing, speaking negative, thinking negative, hanging with negative people, and they realize that nothing is working out for them or nothing is going well for them because they are sinning against you, not just people, because sometimes we think we are retaliating against people, and these people, you never know if they had a spirit of God, right? They have the Holy Spirit with them, and you cannot win against God if they have pure intentions and just trying to do the right thing not that they're perfect but they don't mean no harm or evil and you just teaming up with people just because you don't like them the way they look how they talk whatever it is something that you don't like about them but you really don't know them and you don't know their heart or their thoughts but they really are people of God and you coming against them and you wondering why things are not going right in your life or why certain things are being taken and things that's been happening to you, maybe you want to look up and say, maybe I'm fighting against God's people, right? Or people who really believe in God or people who really not trying to be in no drama or fights and stuff. So let me repent of whatever I'm doing right. And let me tell those who I'm joining with, let's not be negative. Let's not attack people, right? Because we just never know if they are praying people. And we know God answers the prayers of the righteous. And maybe a lot of things not going right because of the things we are thinking and saying and doing to others, which is harmful. And God is listening to different people's prayers. So you just never know who God is working in life. That's why it's always best to give people a open 
a, a chance, right? He even talked about, you know, foreigners in this prayer. If you go to First Kings uh, 8.22, you can read the whole prayer, you'll see he was talking about people who don't follow God or people who wasn't born of Israelites, right? If they cry out to God because they got the knowledge of who God is and they repent of their ways, Lord, hear from this temple and answer these people. Help them, Lord. He talked about famines in this prayer, right? If, if it's a famine going on where they are short on a rent, short with food, Lord, but you send somebody to bless them and help them. So that just shows the heart of King Solomon and it's his emotional well-being. Now, we're not saying he didn't make no mistakes, right? We do know the story of King Solomon, those of us who read the Bible. He made tons of mistakes, but just like he prayed to God on behalf of other people who may fail God, who may be doing the wrong thing, who may not have any wisdom of God or how they should be living life, he did the same thing, right? He prayed and repented every time he realized, hey, I didn't get off course, right? I'm doing certain things. I'm worshiping other gods. I'm, 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 I'm making idol worship a big thing. He prayed to God and God, what, restored him back to good health and faith and blessings and things of that nature. And God want to do the same thing for us. So if we look at the story of King Solomon, he was the wisest man on earth because he not only cared for himself, he had self-love. He knew who he was as a king. He, his self-esteem was high. He had boldness and courage, but he was humble and he loved not only himself, he loved other people, including people who wasn't his family, right? People who wasn't in his friend circle. But if they were in the need of help, he cried out to God on behalf of them because he know that God had put him in a leadership role. And if God puts you in any leadership role, it's not just for itself. It's for other people as well. And that's how God tests all of our heart, right? To see if we're going to be there, not just for self, but for other people, whether we like them or not, knowing that they are human, we all make mistakes and we all can emotionally heal. And I just love how Solomon came to that conclusion that I need wisdom of God to lead people to be the example. And I fail too, right? So I need to pray and ask God for his strength and his wisdom and to repent of my ways. And we all have to do that at times because no one is perfect, right? We It's easy to get off course. It's hard to stay on the right course. But if you have God with you, if you continue to pray, if you continue to believe that I can overcome these difficulties, I can change negative mindsets, that I can work through my insecurities and emotions and learn to connect with others and I go against others, right? You never know what blessing God may have for you. So this is the end of my show for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. And until next time, God bless. Mm-hmm.